Hi, welcome to the Creative Clarksville podcast. Today, Michelle and I have decided to switch things up a little bit from our usual routine. Um, amid all the uh, you know life changes with the COVID outbreak, we decided it would be a great time to discuss ways we could lift our vibrations during this really fearful and stressful time for everybody, as well as ways you can still support all of the local businesses that are unfortunately being affected by this outbreak as well. And and Michelle, we are also going to be interviewing somebody who literally lives in Italy. Tell yes. us a little bit about that. Hi, we're going to be interviewing Tammy Schuster Malt, who is currently living in Italy with her family. She has firsthand experience of what's going on. Uh, they're actually experiencing a, um, what's that word? You know, I always get it messed a up. A quarantine? A quarantine. That's the word. So she's actually going to be talking about her experience right now and what's going on and what she's noticing about the environment over there. So um, please stick around and see what we're going to do. We're going to hopefully empower you today and take away some of that the energy that the fear has and, and uh, transmute it to something new. All right, here we go. Let's talk to Tammy. Hi, everybody. We're talking to Tammy Schuster Malt today, uh, or tonight for Tammy, because it is, what time is it in Italy right now, Tammy? It's 11.30 p.m. Woo! Wow. We thank you very much for taking this time with us. I guess the biggest thing is, is that we know that you're under a, um, what's the best word for it? Uh, some some a, people call it What quarantine. do they call it? Some people call it quarantine. Some people call it a lockdown. Okay. So what do you call it? <laughs> um, uh, it could go either way for me. I am just trying to behave and stay home. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it like there right now in Italy with this quarantine? What, are, what is the everyday happenings right now for someone that's living oh. in Italy? Okay, well, um, the traffic is definitely much lighter. Um, they're still running trains, still running buses, but they're, you know, very, very sparse because we have to ha carry a declaration article with us um, that declares our movements. And in case we're stopped, we have to be going to, to or from work, to or from a grocery Um a restaurant for picking up or the restaurant can deliver to us doctors and pharmacies and of course hospital it's supposed to be something of that nature um also you could be um like if you had a family member that you needed to be um caring for taking something to or from there you can do that but um they're trying the whole idea is just trying to um keep the movement down because it has gotten out of hand. You know, um, we've had over 2000 cases and of which 79 died and, but 160 have recovered. So um, they're just, you know, it's, it's mainly in this Northern region that we've had the outbreak, but they've decided to do the entire country. And this is to go until um, April 3rd. Um, okay. 
So what do you think the, what is your, your overall um, morale there? Would you say for the people that of Italy and, and in, including you? Well, I think everybody has come together as a community and we're trying to work together and stay home as much as we can. Um, the main thing that, the, that they're trying to get across is to wash your hands, not be in large venues. You know, we can still go, like I said, pick up a pizza or go to the grocery. Um, our, another thing, our grocery stores are fully mm-hmm. stocked. Um, we're not having any kind of panicking, chaos. Um, it seems that anything you, that you want, um, so water, you, you, toilet you tissue, toilet produce. Right yes, yeah. we have we have plenty of toilet paper, but the most <laughs> of us here use bidets. So toilet okay. paper is not that big of an issue anyway. But yeah, we have um, just about everything. Everybody's working together really well. Last night at 6 p.m., everybody came out on their balconies and sang or played an instrument in the entire country um, just to show support that everything is going to be okay. And everybody has, um, mostly people with children, they have been making banners with rainbows and they say, um, of course, in Italian, um, but it means everything is going to be all right. Really? What does the words in Italian sound like? Uh, You know, hold on. I I would have to look it up. Um, (laughs) You don't have... I was just trying to, hey, maybe what does that sound like? Um, on, um, like Anne Tutti Biane, something like oh, that. I, I, I'm yeah. not sure. I, have to, I would have to look it up. So how but, are you uh, keeping your morale up at home? How, what do you do to, you know, just to stay folk, you know, a, a high spirited, good vibration? What are you doing to promote that? Well, me personally, I just came back from India And I've spent a month there in meditation and practicing yoga and getting my teacher certification. So I was at my best, I would guess, you know, that that I could be as far as my mindset um, with with coming back to face this. So um, I'm just keeping my spirits up by meditating and, um, remembering, you know, that, that all of this is bringing about a a change for us. Um, Like I was telling you, we can go into restaurants and pick up a pizza or we can, they can deliver. Well, here in Italy, that is not a common thing. Takeout food. We don't have drive-throughs or takeouts. So it's implementing a change, you know, in um, the society here. And it seems like they're willing to to accept the change like Charles Darwin. Um, it, it reminds me of a quote that he said, and it is, it's not the strongest of the species that survive, nor the most intelligent that survives. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. So I, you know, I, I that kind of comes to mind, um, in a situation like this and like with you in the United States, you know, it, it's just approaching, So I would suggest for people to just try not to go to large venues, which I think they're doing that, you know, like with schools and concerts, um, sporting events, but like your, your local, um, you know, small businesses, 
just, you know, we, we are staying one meter apart, which is approximately like 39 inches. And I think as long as you do that, you know, and then if you are sick, stay home. Yeah. And just don't panic and still support your local venues. It's, yeah, I hear that. Yes. Yes. Um, oh. You know, just come together as a community. Mm-hmm. Don't panic. It's okay. You know, um, they're working for treatments and it's the, you know, it's the whole idea is to not carry it to somebody with a compromised immunity or um, as in like the elderly, Mm -hmm. something like that, you know. Tammy, can I ask if, um, you know, I read stuff online and I never know anymore if what I read online is accurate or not. Some speculation about why Italy has had, among other places, has had such a huge um, outbreak in one area is that when people were being cautioned early on to stay home, that people just weren't doing it. And so it spread really quickly. And then once everybody realized, oh, this is really bad, then everybody started complying with that. Is that accurate? Um is that what you experienced there? I have yet to personally know anybody with the virus or any, any case. I, I've asked daily because it, it would interest me to follow it myself. So I don't really know. But um, I would think that, you know, there's a lot of tourism here. And I'm not so sure that it is that it spread so quickly or that Italy has started testing everybody. As I came off the plane from my trip to India, I was um, immediately scanned before I could go to retrieve my bag. Mm. So that's that's one thing, you know, it'll, and then as people were coming into the hospitals for anything Everybody was getting tested. So this is, and what I'm saying is my personal opinion. So oh, absolutely. Um, I just think that, that because Italy has been so vigilant with testing, that is why, you know, that the numbers are um, as high as they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's paying some- more attention. Yeah. And that's a speculation I've heard among many people here as we're just starting to um, come into this in our country. I've heard many people say it's already here. We just don't know it yet because people aren't being tested until they're starting to show signs and bother to show up to the hospital or the doctor's offices. Our doctor's office uh, sent an email this morning letting us know that they're not even going to be able to test for it. That if you're having signs, do not come to the doctor's office. Go to the (laughs) emergency room, but call first. So I find that kind of interesting. So it's hard to really say what is accurate at this point and what is not. And I think that's part of when people's mindsets, no information or a confusion, not knowing what is reality is what I'm really witnessing in the dialogue right now. And I think that sort of confusion, that just complete unknowing what is true, what is not true, is what really causes a part of the panic. But it's like you said, if we all would just do our best, wash our hands, um, 
be diligent, you know, don't go out in large crowds, but also not on the other side, start panicking, treating people poorly, hoarding supplies that are completely unnecessary at this moment. Um, those tiny little actions, just acting calm, just acting normal <laughs> can yes. really go a long way. I think that's the difference with here. Everybody is participating and we are still coming together as a community and, you know, trying to make the changes that we need to change and hopefully finding a solution. Um, something else that, that I noticed is um, outside of all of the stores, they place the portable sinks here. And I, I found that very handy that, um, you know, when you come out after shopping and before you go in, you could wash your hands. That's that, brilliant. That would be something. Yeah. Yes. I felt that today. I went grocery shopping today, you know, braved the crowds. And as I was leaving, I just thought about every surface and product I had touched. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to go touch my car now. And then my door handle to get into my house. And then, yes. <laughs> you know, I like literally took the wipes and, you know, took care of everything I had possibly touched after we, you know, got the groceries inside. And um, so that is actually a really great point. Um, I would have loved to have yeah. had that option today. They're very clean here. Um, even before this, you could nev you're never allowed to touch produce here. Um, either if you're at a market, you ask them to get it, or if you're at a grocery environment, they provide plastic gloves that we have to put on our hands before we can touch anything like that. Wow. So it, it's you know yeah they're they're very um, clean and. I, I was, you know, surprised about the numbers, but then when I realized that they were testing everybody, then it made more sense to me. Wow. We really appreciate you doing this tonight, Tammy. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. I enjoy listening to your podcast. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, I miss, I miss Clarksville and uh, it's very informative and enjoyable. Well, thank you. Clarksville misses you. <laughs> thank you. All right. We're going to let you go. Okay. Have a good evening. Or I guess it's evening there. Yes. Almost. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you. Good night, Tammy. Today, Michelle and I are going to be discussing some of the ways um, that we can support our local businesses, some of the ways that you can help lift your own personal uh, mentality, your personal vibration, your emotional state during this uh, crazy time, uh, as well as some of our thoughts on how so many of us are responding to this um, with trauma response, um, how it's affecting us in that way. Um, and just hoping that we can bind together, give you guys some ideas, comfort, hope uh, amidst all the craziness that is going on with the current COVID outbreak. So Michelle, yes. how are you <laughs> feeling this week? How, what has been well, your response? Um, that is a good question. You know, I was just thinking, um, I've been trying to maintain a, you know, being aware of where the stress is in my body. And, you know, if I feel the anxiety in my chest or, you know, if I'm having a hard time, 
um, concentrating, just taking a few moments, doing some breathing. Um, I've also been doing some self-care, working with, oh, there's a Reiki practitioner in our, um, at the yoga mat. And I've just been, I used her as well, you know, to just try to, for, for calming. Um, I also have been doing some meditation. I listened to uh, Marianne Williamson. Uh, she did a, uh, just a really quick, um, you know, lifting your vibration meditation. And um, I don't watch the news. Um, I do hear enough from people around me to kind of get an idea. And then there's some few other sources of uh, that I can ask questions if I need to. And they, they're pretty accurate on their um, facts and information. Um, but really, mostly, I've just been gauging myself and and staying positive and trying to help others to um, be there for them during this stressful time, too, because, you know, it's affecting uh, them in different ways. It could be financially. It could be um, their children are at home now and um, they're having to um, take care of them and trying to figure out who's going to work and who isn't going to work, I guess. And so, um, and all the adapt adaptations to it, like uh, I have a friend that's a teacher. She's had to adapt to not coming back from spring break and do um, online classes. And then today I had a client um, that, you know, she was a student and she's not used to online classes in her particular choice of study. And so that's new for her. Um, I'm also a massage therapist. So I've been seeing a few people and just working with them and just helping them calm and create a, a, um, a more uh, just being aware of what their needs are and deep breathing. So I think for me, these are just little things that I'm doing for myself during this process. I'm trying not to get caught up in um, the hearsay of it all. I'm trying to stay in what's actual fact. And I also have a friend that's a doctor and I asked her a few questions. She was like, you know, there is, there is some stress happening at the hospitals, but you know, it's mostly like the flu and things like that going on. So I just, I just, I do have some little Intel going on, but mostly it's what's in my here and now. Um, my, at my place of where I'm working, the place of business, uh, the people surrounding me, my actual friends. Um, and so I'm just trying to stay focused in this particular world and, and not get too future tripping about what's coming or what's not here. Or, um, also I do have enough toilet paper to last and, <laughs> and I do, I'm, I'm so know, I, was ra- for that. I was raised in Tennessee <laughs> and, you know, we have other options. We know that we have trees and, uh, but <laughs> I saw a meme that the real MVP now is all those fast food napkins that have been in your glove box. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> Me too. I, I didn't get to the grocery store in time. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, game back well, on. Well, that's funny because today um, I was at work and we were pull- I was pulling out the, the, the uh, sheets out of the dryer and they had a dryer sheet and I kind of put it out. I was like, could this be used as toilet paper? And I was like, <laughs> and you would, yeah. And nice. then I thought, no, this could be like a damaging product for your hiney. And so I was like going through all these different <laughs> levels. And I was like, no, don't do that, Michelle. So I kind of, you know, put it in its proper disposal area. But yeah, 
right well you know what some of us may have to get creative um because of the lack of supplies at this point i i'm gonna be honest i have had a lot of personal um opinions on uh how people have been reacting to um you know hoarding supplies um and just a lot of stuff in general Mm -hmm. and i know there's so many differing opinions going on on uh, on at the moment. Um, but something, uh, a woman who I, as an author and she does all sorts of, uh, amazing like meditations and energy work online, um, for people, her name is Carol Tuttle and she released a video this morning and we can provide links to this stuff, um, in the show notes for anybody that might want to look more into these things. Mm-hmm. But she released a video today that was a clearing to help people clear some of the fear and the anxiety that they are having right now, just because so much has transpired so quickly. And something that I love that she said, and it helped take me out of a place of judgment was right now, everybody's response is basically a trauma response. Right. Um, So when people are hoarding Mm -hmm. products at the grocery store or wherever, they are literally responding with trauma that is a like our you know our caveman brain you know when you are in trauma you are going to survival mode and that's as best as you can do at that moment and so just remembering that as someone personally who um, has spent a lot of this past year um, trying to heal PTSD I know what a trauma response Mm -hmm. is And I also know that everybody's trauma responses are different. And I thought I was doing okay because I've done so much work on myself in this last year. And I wasn't having any of huge trauma responses, you know, like Mm -hmm. what I'm used to with PTSD. But I started to notice (laughs) there, I actually was hearing my heartbeat in my ear Mm, as I was going to bed one night. And I was like, ooh. So, of course, you know, I had to Google that, right? And I, none of the things, you know, rung true to me except for high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm like stressed. My body is telling me I'm stressed. I'm sitting here going, you're fine. Right. You're doing good, girl. <laughs> um, but my body was letting me know your blood pressure is a little high right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yes. Um, so, um, you know, I had to do jalapeno, some uh, orange. Uh, I was eating those uh, jalapeno like they're like Cheetos and I bought them at the tractor supply store. <laughs> yes. like, right here, I'm going to eat these Cheetos. I drove all the way to a tractor supply place to get Cheetos <laughs> that were jalapeno tasting. So yeah. Yeah. Because you were craving it and you knew it would make you feel because good was, in some way, right? Like it was filling. Yes. A need. It was filling a need of stress. And I, I at the moment didn't know, but yes, this is, it was a trauma response. Yes. Yeah. And I have actually been moving a lot. So I've learned to calm myself and I don't like, you know, shake my leg as much as I used to. But this week I noticed I can't stop moving and I'm trying to turn my brain off. So I'm moving. So I was like, okay, I'm in trauma too. I just, it just wasn't so obvious. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to find a way to move out of this place of fear and judgment. Because it's not just fear. It's we're judging everybody else who is reacting to this differently than we right. are. And though that shame, that fear, that judgment cycle um, is so low on the energy hierarchy. I don't know if uh, anybody listening has ever seen the chart. Um, you can Google it. Yeah. <laughs> I just put 
energy emotional pyramid and you'll see this picture and at the bottom Mm -hmm. the lowest uh ranking energy level is shame and it ranks at about 20 the next one up is guilt which is an energy level of 30 then apathy then grief then fear and I was like, ooh, we're not at the bottom, so there's still hope for us, right? right, right. <laughs> we're on level five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then it keeps going. Desire, anger, pride, courage. And then at around 250 is neutrality, which is where experts say most of us probably reside anyways. You know, none of us are – like most of us are not just super high vibing. Most of us are not super low because we've all had some stuff happen to us. Mm-hmm. So most people fall into the neutral category. And then it goes up higher willingness acceptance is 350 i think even if just a lot of us can get to that accept that this is where we're at right Mm -hmm. now hey i'm at home right now i used to be at work i'm at home with three children (laughs) (laughs) um if you can just get to a place of acceptance because i think what a lot of times myself included sometimes i get stuck in that this is not what i was supposed to be doing today you know my kids are supposed to be (laughs) at school and immediately that shoves us way back down Mm -hmm. to 150 anger you know um so just getting to a place of acceptance and i think that kind of goes with what you were saying well, that, one thing that's working yeah. for you is being here right working now working too you know and you've got you know that some of the businesses are you know their their clientele might be slacking off and they they can go into a panic of oh my god i can't pay this bill or this bill but you know if they can you know just get to this point okay this is happening this is this is where we're at now. How can we change this? And um, we were listening to um, Tammy in Italy earlier, and she was talking about how they're adapting. Some of the businesses there in Italy are adapting, and uh, so I was just curious if you have any, you know. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm a local business owner, like a private business owner. Um, I teach music lessons and hula hoop lessons. And uh, luckily for me, for the past year and a half, I think um, I have been utilizing FaceTime lessons for anybody who's sick anyways. Nobody wants, hey, before COVID, nobody wanted your germs anyways, right? (laughs) Especially in flu season, right? And I'm sharing a piano keys with people. People come in and put their fingers all over the same piano keys. And I've always cleaned it and everything like that but I put this policy in place like hey snow days included like if you can't leave your house you don't have to miss your lesson it's the year 2019 or it was you know like we can all just do it via FaceTime Um, set your phone or your iPad next to your piano or your keyboard at home and I'll do the same and we can still learn so luckily for me my business has already um, had some experience with how to do everything online anyways. Right. Um, myself and my students have become pros at that system already. Um, so for me, it's not really going to affect my business much. And I'm so grateful for my parents and they're happy that their kids have an activity to do mm-hmm. still yes. because they, everything else has been canceled. Um, but I, for example, I had rented um, a local studio space for a big masterclass where all my kids come together, you Mm -hmm. know, for a group thing. And of course, we ended up canceling it. That didn't seem like the greatest idea to bring a bunch of, you know, kids who are not always the most conscious about how they share their germs. Um, So we canceled it. But I canceled it a day before because this literally all went down within 24 hours of this event that I had already You know, I had this business counting on me to pay them when I showed up the next day. I had already budgeted for it. And of course, a part of me thinks, 
uh, you know, that's a hundred bucks that I didn't have to spend, right. but I'm not going to not give it to them. Mm-hmm. They were counting on mm-hmm. that. And you know what I said? I said, Hey, I'll just come and hula hoop by myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they were like, Oh, well, we know some people that have been really stressed and that's really good stress right. relief. Can we join you? And I said, yeah. So we just got together and had fun right. and they still got their rent. So I think the first thing I would say to people is don't freak out in such a manner that like, um, you actually are hurting other people's businesses, mm-hmm. you know, um, don't expect people to break their policies because of this, because small business owners, this literally is how they put meals mm-hmm. on the table. This literally is how they pay for their health mm-hmm. insurance or their medical bills mm-hmm. or, you know, it literally is their livelihood. And there be so for people like us, after the virus, you know, yeah, there's right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I am canceling um, an appointment. We were supposed to travel to another state Mm -hmm. um, for spring break. I was going to get a touch up on my tattoo. And um, so this has been planned for a while, but I am going to cancel that. I have a child with asthma. To me, the loving response is to not travel right now with my child and possibly bring something back to him or expose him to something at this moment. Um, So for us, that was not an easy decision, but it was a decision we decided to make. And I already decided I'm going to send my tattoo artist a card and give her a tip, even though (laughs) it's just a touch up appointment. And like uh, the appointment was free anyways, but I was going to tip her. And I know she's a working mom, too. She has two very young children. So I'm trying to do what I can um, to still support these people, even if I have to cancel. Um, Is there something I can do to still support them in some way? Um, And I know that may not be the case across the board, but here are some other ideas. Number one, I heard buying gift cards. I thought that was brilliant. So like if you're not inclined to go out right Right. now, you really want to stay home. You can still buy gift cards from your local businesses because they get that money now. And then when all of this is cleared and you are ready to get out and see the world again, you got all these gift cards. And it's like, whoa, Christmas. Yeah, okay. So I thought that was brilliant. Another That's a great idea. For those I'm a massage us. therapist. And I thought, mm, how am I going to do a video massage? Like, okay, now I want you to <laughs> take and rub your back up against the door frame. There you go. You go. <laughs> a little lower. A little lower. But, then, but that makes more sense because now someone could buy like a gift certificate for me or a reflexologist or, you know, someone that's in the, the hands-on professions. And then, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. Another option I have seen is for those of you who maybe want to go get some food, but you don't want to be in a restaurant where you feel like you're going to be surrounded by other people. Um, order it online Mm -hmm. you can just do to go a lot of places have curbside now like they literally just bring it to your car so some places you don't even have to get out of your car um and then of course we have like grubhub and i you know there's so many of those businesses i don't even know what they're all called those people that's how they make their money so you'd be supporting two different places at once the person who with grubhub is coming and you're tipping them um and then also the local restaurant or coffee place or wherever that you are buying something from and having it sent to your home. So I thought that was an awesome option is just ordering it to go. Um, 
in one of those ideas. We also have a lot of local businesses. I mean, it is the year 2020, right? right? Even most local businesses, whether it's your boutiques um, or whatever it is, they have online options. You can, they have websites. So go shop online. If you don't feel comfortable going on and, you know, getting a new pair of shoes, Mm. order it online, have it shipped right to your house. Um, But supporting these local places that really this could hurt them. And it already is Mm -hmm. truthfully. Mm -hmm. Then there's those of us who are feeling like there's no confirmed cases right now. I think I feel okay going out right now. That's me. (laughs) That's me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So do it. uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think, too, the biggest thing is fear lowers your immunity. And so um, bringing that, you know, making sure you, you, you do some meditation, you can do some movement um, with, you know, I thank you. I was one of those participants in your hula hoop class the other yesterday. Um, <laughs> I'm not very good at it, but I keep trying. Um, and also, and it's not about how good it is. It's just about moving and laughing and having fun. And I met up with a friend the other night and we did painting. We just painted and then we did a meditation. So yeah, I think, I think there's all these other options and sometimes being around people for me, um, is very beneficial. I totally agree with you. Um, even you just (laughs) yesterday being like, you want coffee? I was like, uh, I wasn't planning on leaving my house today. Okay, let's do it. And even just in a one hour quick coffee date, I came home a different person. And so maybe you don't feel Excuse comfortable me. going am, out in public. I'm choking on water. Are you I sure? Don't... Are you sure? Excuse me. Oh my God. I was like, don't cough. We're talking about a virus. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. Okay. I feel better now. I'm sorry. I know it's because you're constantly drinking coffee. It's okay. I'm sorry. I it went down the wrong right. But yeah, yeah, just and going out to those places. But then someone suggested that, yeah, okay, if you go out, um, someone we um the last interview we just did suggested, you know, they we keep a little distance from people. You know, you don't just run up and hug people and which is my nature because mm. I do hug. And uh Yes. And um so it's kind of like, hey, you know, um, I give a little bit more space between people in line, you know, and in case you do cough like I just did or sneeze and, you know, because we are in Tennessee where the trees are blooming and things like that. Right. So. And having grace with people who are sneezing right mm-hmm. now, you know, obviously we should all be, you know, covering our mouths, doing what we can to not mm-hmm. share the germs. I have allergies. Like we're a big allergy household. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. So the sneezing around here is, you know, a symphony at times, especially during the <laughs> springtime. So, um, you know, I heard about a fight breaking out in an office because somebody sneezed and somebody didn't like that. And so it caused like a little, you know, skirmish. I will say I was a little anxious today pulling into the grocery store, um, seeing the line of cars outside just to get into the parking lot. And I'm not going to lie, I panicked a little bit. And I had heard some stories. Everyone in the grocery store was so polite today. Everyone, it was crowded. Do you know what I mean? Everyone was being, you know, like, excuse me, um, pardon me, um, you go ahead. I didn't see anything like that. A lot of kindness today. Yes, I was so grateful that um, my anxiety was squashed as soon as I walked in because I saw how loving everyone was being. And I know that's not the case across the board. We've heard these isolated stories. But if, if each one of us will just take that time to remember 
people are responding with trauma. So when you see somebody doing something a little, somebody's angry or somebody's upset mm-hmm. or. Oh, yeah. Um, That's, just remember. Yesterday I watched this guy get upset with a person. He, he was in the car and he and, you know, normally a lot of people just like say a string of cuss words and like, but he was like, please go. He was so polite in his yelling. Please, <laughs> please go. And I thought, wow, because that might would have been, you know, like. You know, there would have been an F word or a few things going on. And, you know, I've heard, I, I was mm-hmm. like, gosh, he is normally not an angry person because he is just using such polite yelling right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So even somebody like that is feeling this right now. So just remembering that and being as gracious as possible. Can I? I did want to mention one oh. last oh, thing sorry. about the local base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. okay. It's hard to do this on the phone. <laughs> um, sending love letters and kind words to your favorite businesses. So if you can't get out, can you mail them a card, letting them know how much you love them and you miss them and you can't wait to see them again, or sending them little messages on their social media page, giving them good reviews. I mean, anything right now that can just let them know that you love them and appreciate them as a business and that you are still there and at least emotional support for them at this time if you can't do anything else. Right. So... What were you going to say, Michelle? Well, I have a quote from my one of my my favorite activist authors, again, spiritual teacher, uh, Marianne Williamson. Um, I was wondering if I you would. I would love oh, to hear. Oh, far it. out. Okay, it's a she. She has an Instagram account, so if you guys ever want to follow her, we'll link it. Um, it's a miracle is a shift in perception from fear to love. And miracles are what we need now. Excuse me. I'm, I'm reading. I'm not very good at reading. <laughs> it's You're reading my handwriting oh, too, yeah, so that doesn't that. help. <laughs> if each of us will deepen our love for someone who perhaps we had not been loving, together we will become more miracle ready. Remember, there are internal dynamics at work here beyond what the eye can see. And uh, mm. for me, I believe there is this huge change happening. Um, you know, yes, this, this virus uh, is showing us as a country, as a global, as the world, how vulnerable we are and how, you know, it's our, even our environment is vulnerable. But now how vulnerable we are just to a tiny virus. And so it's kind of like interesting how it's a, you know, um, we are uh, how we're like the tiny virus to the earth, but, you know, the earth is vulnerable to us. And so Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, it's trying to give it, you know, it's a wake up call for all of us. It's, it's to go internally and see again, um, look at our trauma responses. How can we, how can we, um, you know, shift our triggers and how can we be more present in the now? And, and um, I'm, you know, I, I see a big change happening. You know, this wasn't a war that's created this shift, which is normally what's been in the past is wars do this, but it's just this, this, this internal thing, this virus is doing these changes and we're all taking uh, and making the shifts in our own communities. There's not a lot, there's been suggestions I'm sure from the government and from other governments, you know, but we're as a, 
group, as communities, as people, we're all making, you know, these changes. And um, I don't know, I just, I think it's fascinating that if we can just, you know, stay focused on the love and, and keep putting that into the reality of the world as well to counteract the fear, to counteract that is our inoculation to the virus. And um, yes. And so anyway, that's, that's all I got. Yeah. I love that, Michelle. And, you know, for those of us who are on that energy, emotional hierarchy chart that I was talking about, who are stuck in those lower levels, um, I was thinking about ways um, that you can lift your own emotional response, lift your own vibe, so to speak, okay. air quotes for the word vibe. Lift your own um, vibe. I mean, lift your vibe. Mm-hmm. So number one, you've already mentioned several times meditating. Mm-hmm. Um, af- as After I did my EMDR therapy for PTSD, one of the things that has helped me and is an ongoing practice for me is daily meditation. And I was not capable of turning my brain off. Um, even after my treatments were done, um, I just was not trained in that. That is not something that most of us know how to do. So I started going to a yoga studio that had guided meditations. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were wonderful. Like I just loved them. And I eventually got to a place where I literally can sit in silence for 30 minutes at a time. And it feels like five minutes to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brain is shut off most days, mm-hmm. you know, not every day. We're not perfect, but right. I'm literally capable of it now. So meditation, if you can leave the house, if you're healthy, um, you know, I can't recommend more than enough the yoga mat in Clarksville. Um, their classes are small. It is pristinely clean. Um, they take this very seriously. So you're not going to be in these huge groups. There's plenty of space so that people are not crowded on top of each other. Right. So and I highly recommend yoga facilities across Clarksville. Yeah, we have so many. I mean, yeah. yes, to the left, find your favorite. Fun. Yeah, you know. Go for it. If you can't leave, so many of these places offer them online as well. Um, there's live streams of classes on YouTube. You can find uh, meditations. Um, so I would say there's apps for that. <laughs> so meditate. Walking. Find something. Walking. 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 Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, walking is huge. I think it's really uh, detrimental to our bodies and to our minds to be stuck indoors for too long. Um, So get out, feel the sunshine on your skin, take a walk. Um, For me, listening to music is a huge lifter if I'm listening to positive music that makes me feel lifted. Um, You know, don't do the whole thing, you know, where like after you break up with somebody, you go listen to every sad song and then wonder why you're crying. Like (laughs) go find the music that makes you feel good. It makes you feel better. Listen to it. Make music. Make something. Make anything. Any sort of creative outlet right now, whether it's writing, painting, um, dancing, um, is a great idea. And enjoy yourself. Even with dancing. Lots of joy. Yeah move your body. Um, you know, I said to my husband today, can we just have like a daily like exercise time as a family? We don't have to all do the same thing. I'll probably hula hoop because to me that's fun exercise, which is what I need. And I just need to move my body. Um, you guys can play football in the front yard. I don't care what it is, Mm -hmm. but like every time, every day we need to have a time where we move because I can just see us getting so sedentary and that is not good for anybody's mind or body. 
Um, one of my favorite things is a gratitude journal that's become a practice over this last year where every day I write down 10 things I'm grateful for. Um, maybe 10 is too many. Maybe you start with one thing you're grateful for every day. Right. Or maybe instead of writing it down, anytime you start to feel the panic or the stress come on, you stop, take a few breaths, and you just look around you and try to find something you think that's really pleasing to your eye. Like, oh, I love that picture frame. Or something that's beautiful. I love the way um, the rain is like falling down my window pane right now. I love the way that looks. Um, Just anything. Just trying to find the beauty and joy in every moment. But journaling daily, making that a practice um, is a huge thing. Salt baths. Do you take salt baths? Um, (laughs) You me? Yeah. Um, One time, you know those salt lamps? Um, Yes. I like, it was like had broke and I took it off of the base and like, it was just this big chunk of salt and I just put it in the bathtub and that way I (laughs) just repurposed that Himalayan salt and just, I I mean, I think I got like four baths out of that big old salt block. I'm not surprised. Yes. Salt baths (laughs) are so great for your body. They're great for your muscles. Um, But also they're just really relaxing. Take a bath. I don't even have a nice bathtub. You guys, I, the only bathtub in our house is, you know, the shower tub combo. That's like in my son who is almost 13. So you can imagine. Okay. It goes through an extensive cleaning process before I even allow myself to sit in it. But once I sit in it, it's totally worth it. And then the last thing I had on my list, Michelle, was something you have mentioned as well, which is Reiki. Um, I know that some people are familiar with this. This was not something I was familiar with until more recent years. Um, And I have a standing appointment once a month with my Reiki practitioner. Um, It is somebody who uses healing energy on you. It's palpable. You can feel it as it's happening. Some people can even see it. They say uh, everybody responds to it differently, but The goal is to heal the places that are wounded or to just raise your energy to a higher state. Relaxation. Relaxation. Pain management. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So many implications for Reiki. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is something that you guys could look up to if that is not something you are familiar with. And we have several Reiki practitioners, many actually, in Clarksville. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so many resources here. Michelle, do you have anything to add to that? Oh, just, uh, I know that, I know that some of the yoga studios again are starting to do some videos, um, live streaming. And, um, so, you know, just, just keeping, keeping your norm, do your, don't, don't get out of your norm. You know, if your norm is to do yoga, then do it at home or go to the, yeah. go to the yoga house if it's to walk. If you get, I think really one of the main things I've been noticing too is they said, you know, um, stay connected with people in your life. If, especially like if you're in a section that's, um, you know, quarantined, um, you can, you can stay connected with people on social media. Um, just stay connected with the people that bring you joy and you can talk about the, the virus, but if it starts to feel low and I noticed that, you know, when people get in, they'll like feed that fear. There'll be somebody going, okay, that's enough. Let's talk about this and let's bring it to another level because we all can go because it's, it's a, it's a energy too. So it, it, you know, that fear can actually stimulate the um, adrenal system and you feel all hyped, but it's really not good for you. And um, so you can have the same response with joy 
and movement and um, deep breathing. So that's where we're wanting everybody to head and try to uh, not manifest uh, more of that, that other vibration to create the panic and, um, you know, and just, just share, you know, if you notice your brother is out of toilet paper, then share your toilet paper. Can you spare a square? Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> square, square. So, cause um, I was counting how many squares I used in your bathroom a few minutes ago. I was like, I'm using six squares. I'm wondering if I could get this down to four. Right. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah. You know, my grandmother used to say, you're using too much toilet paper. And I thought, gosh, I bet in her lifetime, that was, that's true, you know, because you didn't have toilet paper on rolls, you know. Right. Yes. I would like to just piggyback on one thing that you said um, about not feeding the fear. Um, I think it's really important that you have that person that you can um, talk to and tell them your fears. I think it's good to express that. We're not saying to not acknowledge it. I think that's unhealthy. I -hmm. think it is very healthy for all of us to sit and maybe have that one person um, that we're close to where we can go, you know what? I'm feeling really anxious right now. Mm -hmm. I am scared or whatever emotion it is that you are feeling. And that person that's going to help you walk through that and, you know, listen to you and just hold mm-hmm. space for you. Exactly. It is important to acknowledge that part. We're not saying to hide that down. But then after with that one person and you've had space held for you, then the next person you come in t- contact to, you don't have to do it again and again and again and again, mm-hmm. because that's what I'm experiencing. Right. It's like as I'm out and I'm interacting with everybody everybody wants to tell the story and then they go tell it again and then they go tell it again. It's like, find your inner circle, share with them um, how you're feeling. Yeah. Let them hold space for you. I'm feeling scared as opposed to, Oh my God, did you see there's 7,000 people dying and what are we going to do? Ah, mass panic. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I I think so. Me going, gosh, I'm feeling really nervous about this. Do you mind if we, take maybe some breaths and talk about how I'm feeling where it's coming from and yeah absolutely that's definitely yeah all right well Michelle thank you for always lifting my vibe and help you hold space for me when I'm not and you hold space for me as well Yes. And I am hoping everyone out there has someone to hold space for them. If you don't reach out there and find somebody Look for the people that need you right now. Use your gifts. This is the time for people with gifts to use them to help others. Oh, your Um, superpower being activated. Yes, absolutely. Um, We will provide links to some of the things that we spoke about um, during the podcast today. But until we meet again, I am just wishing everybody out there a spirit of peace and love and acceptance uh, for where we are at this moment. All right. I love you guys. All right. Bye, everybody. Keep it creative, Clarksville. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.